This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season two, episode number 14, Ricketts Revenue Streams. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. And to follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook, or email us at Fly the W670. Gmail.com. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show. 530 to 10 weekdays on 670 the score, your radio home for Cubs baseball. And as always, I'm here with my guy Crowley. Crowley, how the heck are you? I'm good. We're going to try to do a great show, but I can't promise we'll be in the top five of the best Fly the W podcast, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what Crowley's uh, referencing there is uh, Tom Ricketts speaking to the media on uh, President's Day, no less, right? The uh, President's Day uh, visit from the chairman out to the uh, team in Mesa and then uh, talking to the assembled media. Yeah, the other day on Monday, um, they had obviously full squad workouts for the first time, and they invited fans to come out and watch, which which is a really great touch, brilliant move, marketing move. And Mr. Ricketts was there, of course, and uh, signing autographs, taking pictures, and like you said, talking to the media. So a lot of interesting topics that are kind of bubbling up to the surface here. Um, if you've been paying attention to the news at all, there's a term called RSN, and what that is is Regional Sports Network. It has been how MLB has gotten so profitable but at the same time, it is a dying dinosaur right here as people continue to cut the cord, cut the cable. And what you've seen recently is there's a group called Diamond Holdings, and they've been in the news. They're the operators of Bally Sports and owners of full broadcast rights for 14 teams. They just announced they're going to enter a 30-day grace period to determine the future as it misses an interest payment and potentially declaring bankruptcy. So Diamond Holdings can't pay the bill. Now, the reason it's important to Cub fans is that what's happening with Diamond Holdings is that they are owned by Sinclair, which also is in a partnership with the Cubs to co-own Marquee. So this has no real impact, as uh, Mr. As Tom Rick had said the other day, it doesn't have any impact on, on uh, Marquee. But there's going to be a lot of teams that are struggling with this if, if, you know, Diamond can't pay the bills and they can't pay those 14 teams what they owe. MLB is going to have to step in, pick up the slack, and, and that's where we're going to start to take a look at a couple of options. But here's what Tom had to say about, Mark, the RSN model. Yeah, um, there's a lot of teams that are, are um, you know, are having some financial challenges at their RSNs, and we're not one of them. Um, Marquee has been a, uh, a great success, both um, 
with the content and the game production and financially it's pretty solid so um, it doesn't affect us directly but obviously we're concerned in the big picture because you want every team to have a healthy RSN and and hopefully um, over the next few months they'll be able to figure out a model that'll be more sustainable. Okay, so you know, Marquis, they're saying it's steady, profitable, but you know, there's going to be 14 teams that are in trouble. The Cardinals being one of them that is owned under the that that Bally's network. So, now I thought I had read that uh, Major League Baseball may step in and take yeah. over if, in fact, they cannot uh, put this production on. Correct, and that's and that's what's going to lead kind of to the next topic that Tom talks about which is going to be the direct-to-consumer streaming model. And that's, that's something that fans have been asking for a while now. Because, you know, MLB, we've talked, Dustin, about stupid things MLB does. And one of the biggest, stupidest things that they do to hurt the game is blackouts, okay? In Iowa, you, could, you, you, don't have, you, are, you can't see six different teams in Iowa if you get the MLB network. My dad lives in southern Wisconsin. He can't watch the Cubs, Brewers or uh, the White Sox. So it's just this ridiculous model that's antiquated. Who's his team supposed to be? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) The the Minnesota Twins? I mean, who's his team supposed to be? And that's the thing, is that the regional sports networks have this area where they black everything out, and if you are within that area, you you can't see it. So my brother, who's in Colorado, can watch the Cubs. My dad, who's an hour and a half away from Wrigley Field in Wisconsin, cannot. (laughs) <laughs> so that's kind of the goofiness and you're wondering why the game is not growing well that's probably number one on the list but the one thing that people have wanted especially with uh cord cutting is a direct to consumer model so right now i can watch marquee anywhere in the chicagoland area that i want on my phone um because i subscribe to comcast so as long as you have a subscription to something that's that has a deal with marquee you can get your content on your phone Okay, you can get your content on your TV. You can get, you know, your Apple TV, whatever you have. What happens, Crowley, if you, let's say, go to vacation in Florida? Then it gets a little bit funky, and that's where the problems start to lie. And so um, it's not horrible because I can still watch it because I have my Comcast password, and it kind of like locks in with Marquee. So you're not in trouble. Um, But what fans really want, and especially cord cutters, is to say, you know what? What if I pay $120 a year, right? $12, you know, $10 a month for a marquee app and I can watch anything or I can download it on my smart TV. So many people would rather do that. And I know a lot of cord cutters, friends of mine that haven't seen games since marquee started in 2020 because they don't have whatever cable package that has it. Comcast does, but I remember it used to be on Hulu. So if you just have Hulu, used to have marquee, not anymore. I believe YouTube used to too. So it's been a mess. And so this is what Tom had to say about a direct-to-consumer standalone. Where do, where do things stand with um, the possibility of having direct-to-consumer direct option this season? Yeah, we're, we're still looking at that. And I think the, the most important thing with our, like our, our direct-to-consumer is we just want to do it right the first time. You know, We want to make sure that um, when we do have it out there, it's, it's of good value to fans. And, and we realize that the way people consume the game is changing, and we want to make sure we accommodate that. But it's kind of like a measure twice, cut once thing for us. We want to make sure we do it right. And, and that may mean it's not 100% ready to go opening day, but um, and we'll see where it goes. Now, but couldn't he give us a little bit? I, 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 don't, I, I agree with the whole 
measure two times and cut one time. That that sound that sound advice, no matter what you're doing, woodworking or just business. But what what give us some parameters? Give us some ideas? Give us a clue? What are you thinking? Is it an app? What, what exactly would it be? It'd be an app, and and so you would you'd be able to download on your phone on any smart TVs, and you wouldn't need anything else. You wouldn't need Hulu. You wouldn't need Comcast. So you if you so for me honestly, Dustin, there's three things I have: HBO, Netflix, and Marquee. Other than that, I don't need any other channel. Those are the three things I live off of. So if I wanted to, I could get standalones of all three things and not have to have anything else on my TV. Right. And so that's what you would be able to do. You'd have it on your phone. And so the question is more than anything is number one, the technology, you want to make sure that it's not glitchy and people aren't complaining from day one. That just gets you off to a bad start. You know what I mean? And so I, I get what he's saying. It makes complete sense. And this whole ba Bally's, you know, diamond holding thing is just upended the industry to be honest. So the, I think the Cubs for a while have wanted to do something. The other thing they've wanted to do is go back to the model that anyone could potentially get it no matter where you live, right? So let's say, Dustin, you moved to California and you wanted to marquee and you wanted to pay $120 a year. Why wouldn't you be able to do that? And a lot of the, the smaller market teams do not like that idea. Well, they I think the question is, Crowley, is that how much, how much does marquee get per subscriber to in your case, Comcast, in my case, AT&T, and if it is on YouTube TV, how much do they get from that? So that's where you have to figure out like the business partnerships, right? I mean, part of part of why people have AT&T or Comcast right now is because that's how you can consume the Cubs game. So like to your point, it sounds like, if I'm reading you right, that you would be willing to cut the Comcast cord if you were able to get an app, because I know you can get an app for HBO right. and you can get an app for Netflix. Netflix is an app. And then if you could get an app for Marquee, why you would still need the internet. That's the one thing I love about the cord cutting though. Like you could cut the cord, but you still have to have the internet. So you right. still need potentially Comcast, AT&T, Verizon, whoever to provide you the internet in order for your smartphones and smart TVs to connect to the apps. Right. And so, I mean, number one, we're, we're, we're talking first here about this direct to consumer thing, which is going to be a revenue stream for the Ricketts, correct? Right. Another revenue stream coming up is the sports book. Uh, sometime this summer, like we don't have a hard date yet, but uh, yeah, probably not. You know, it's, it's not it's definitely not um, not opening day. It'll be sometime, you know, maybe late spring, early summer. Yeah, it um, it's uh, well. What we primarily get out of that is DraftKings as a sponsor, and all the sponsorship revenue goes, you know, back through through the team to to the baseball guys to spend more or less. So, so DraftKings opening up in June or July is what the anticipation is now. That's all right. I mean, listen, you talk about measure twice, cut once. I mean, you know, literally and figuratively in that case. Listen. The sponsorship is already there. I, I would I would bet. So again, unless he's lying to us, and I don't think he's a liar. I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and accuse Tom Ricketts of lying to us. You know, DraftKings is going to. We'll make up a number, okay? DraftKings is going to pay the Cubs 
10 million dollars a year to be the official betting partner of the Chicago Cubs whether or not Crawley or Dustin or any of our great subscribers can go buy a beer or place a you know same game parlay on the Cubs Reds game on May the 3rd as an example Right, and, and the other thing they have is, is, is my my assumption is is they have to pay rent on the building, right? Right. So you you know it's all of the, those are all revenue streams that Tom keeps saying is going to go into the baseball operations. Right? But he just said right. But he just said it's it's the it's the DraftKings sponsorship that's actually paying the bill, not right. not the five dollar twenty dollar bet that you and I make. Right. No. So it's going to be the ten million a year for the naming rights, and it's I don't know what the rent would be. Right. So those are additional revenue streams coming in. This is the one coming up next, Dustin, that chips my hide. And I know people are going to sit there and they've already told me I complain too much and, and, oh, they have it on NBA jerseys. No, they have it on soccer jerseys. The jersey patch. This is what Mr. Tom Ricketts had to say about the jersey patch. Yeah, the, um, uh, so, yeah, the jersey patch. Um, yeah, we, we've had some conversations with some really great companies about um, being our jersey sponsor. You know, we'll have to... Yeah. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I can't do it, Dustin. I, I cannot literally look at my Cubs jersey. Here's who I have on my Cubs jersey. The Walking Bear and Harry Carey, rest in peace. I don't need any of that other garbage. You're going to start looking like a NASCAR driver. Well, I think that's where you have to draw the line, okay? Like, if it's NASCAR-ish then it's an issue. And I know you don't consume a lot of the other sports, but let's just use the Bulls as an example. They they have a, um, a glasses, an eyewear company, Zenny, I believe it is, and it's a very small little patch. Now, I don't know what the money is, but Crowley, I'm with you. I was the same guy. The first thing I remember the Cubs doing, and you'll you can correct me and please do, I remember a Weber Grill logo on the um, outfield, left field, outfield, steel doors. And I thought, oh my God, that's unbelievably bad. Then then we had the Toyota sign go up in left center field. And I thought, no way. Okay, then, then they put a video board up and I thought, oh, they can't do that. The video board is glorious, Crowley. I love to see the replays. I love to see the crowd. I love to see and maybe hear Pat Hughes, you know, on the call of the replay on the scoreboard. So that that stuff used to bother me. It doesn't bother me anymore. And again, it all comes back to this. How much? Here's the thing, and I'd want to know and I would ask this question. Here's your here's your first question next year to Tom Ricketts at CubsCon, assuming that this patch goes through. Tom. Tom. How much is Twitter paying you to be the official sponsor of the Cubs jersey? Okay, and then if that if that pays the bill for X player, or if that helps you get a if that helps you get a hundred million dollars closer to Shohei Otani, I'm sure you'll take it. That's where I want to stop you here, really quick. 
Number one, it was Under Armour on the doors. That's where it started. It was the I, I remember. It oh, clear. first I thought it was Weber Grill. Then it went to Under Armour. I Armour, thought it was Under, Weber Grill first. Under Armour on the doors was the very first thing I remember it clear as day. And boy, didn't they ever do stuff. Weber? Wasn't Weber? They did have some Weber stuff on. Before. Okay, all right. But on, on those doors that you're talking about, one of them's the bullpen. Yeah, it was the it was the Under Armour. Well, right? now the bullpen. Then it wasn't the bullpen. Right, and so that pissed me off beyond belief. And then, you know, here's the thing, Dustin. You say, oh, it's a little patch for the glasses place, right? That's what they told us again about Wrigley. They're just going to have these on the doors and that's it. And then now <laughs> you take a look, and I swear it said Gallagher. It's an insurance company with spray painted along the baselines. Like, when is it going to be too much? And again, if you're telling me, Dustin, and this is kind of where we're kind of heading here with this, is that this is all this revenue is coming in and it's going to get showing. Otani, or remember, I brought this up a while ago, and now people are talking about it, Manny Machado opt-out, or whatever you want, then then you know what? I was willing to go that way. But here's the thing. I said that when it came down to building a hotel, and when it came down to having all these places at Gallagher Park, and, all, and I like those things. I have no problem. My key was is that when you're putting those things up, every time we're told that something's happening, a patch, a giant macaroni noodle, a Weber grill or an Under Armour, Whatever you want to call it, every time the justification is it's going towards the payroll. But then all of a sudden, when we start talking about payroll, that's when all of a sudden, well, you know, you don't want to do this and you don't want to. Well, then where's the money going that you told me was coming in from these revenue streams? That's my question. Right. And it's going to get into the whole tax, right? It's going to get into into that. That that If that would have been a drinking game, I said this this morning, I'm only in hot. If Tom referencing the tax would have been a drinking game, you would have needed four Advil or you would have had a raging headache when you woke up on Tuesday morning. Right. And, and, and honestly, you're worried about like a 10-pick penalty? Like, does anyone know who the 120th pick from the draft was? Like, does it really matter after th- five? It doesn't really matter. Really. Probably You not. know, it really comes down Probably to scouting not. and development. It's it, this whole, you know, it's it's frustrating for me and so this was a question he was asked um about spending in mlb i think the spending that we saw from the mets the padres the phillies is that good for the game look you know um i think the way i would put it is like we're we're focusing on what we do here um and what other teams do isn't really something that i'm gonna you know comment on or worry too much about the key is that we, we like what we have and um and I think we have a good strategy for putting a consistent winner on the field. So, you know, he, you know, you saw him take a pause, which before he answered that. And then it's kind of like, well, you know, you, I, you know, it's kind of like what your parents used to tell you. If, if Jimmy jumped off the bridge, would you do the same thing? Well, you know what? I'm seeing teams spend. And, and, and honestly, the best teams have is what you see the Dodgers model where you see good scouting, good development, and they have no problem spending money when they need to. They don't sit there and, and, and start looking for pennies in between the cushions. Okay, you, you know, when they want something, they go out and get it. When they need a Mookie Betts, no problem. And there's a lot of teams that are going over the payroll tax. And, and then one of my favorites is Tom was asked this question about a quote from the Padres owner. Did you see John Middleton's quote? Essentially, he was saying like, uh, Profits are meaningless for in this game for, for baseball owners because like who remembers if the 27 Yankees were profitable? Nobody knows the big red machine if they were profitable. So he doesn't want to be known for being profitable. So can you kind of see that sentiment? Like is that a, is that yeah? A I mean, sentiment? basically, um, yeah. I think basically what all, if not 
maybe almost all teams do, yeah. is you bring in all your revenue, pay all your fixed costs, and then give everything else to your baseball organization. So I think you know teams try to break even in general. You know maybe it's a few million here, up or down from there. And if you have a better season, maybe you get a little bit extra back. If you have a worse season, maybe you're a little more in the red. And I think that's the way almost every team does it. Um, you know maybe some teams are you know going to go a little deeper in the red this year, but but um, everybody gets to pick their spots and invest the way they want. You own a baseball team, a few million up, a few million down. Here's my hashtag, Dustin. Hashtag open the books. I, uh, you, you're telling me after you pay all the fixed costs that you make a little bit, you lose a little bit. The, the main question is, is that the owner of the Padres said, look, you, you know, nobody's in this game to make a whole bunch of money. You're in it for the glory, man. Like nobody remembers if the 27 Yankees were profitable. Nobody was looking at the ledger sheet of the big red machine, Right. It, it, it's it's about win, right? Al Davis, win, baby, win. And so nobody just wants win, Just win, years. baby. Just win, right. That, that's my football knowledge. Yeah. Shining through there. <laughs> but that, I had to take that opportunity to correct you on that one, sorry. But, but that's my point, Dustin, is that, look, if you're going to be doing this, if you're going to put a stupid patch on your the, the, the glorious jerseys of baseball, if you're going to put all this stuff out there, then I shouldn't care about luxury taxes and payroll this and this and that. I just want to see the spending. That's it. Well, I think we have to give them, listen, we, we gave them the rope and they spent this offseason. Now, we can all say they could have spent more, but they did spend a, a good amount of money this offseason. And um, he did say that if um, resources are needed come July, that they will supply those resources, right, to Jed and to Carter. Right. So, And I have now- to believe him. I have to trust him. I have to believe him. Nobody's doubting that. Right now, the Cubs' payroll is at $225 million, okay? The competitive balance tax threshold is 233 So that leaves you roughly with $8 million before you trigger that first level of luxury tax, okay? And, you know, he said we've had, you know, we're, we're able to get players when we need there and no problem, he said. But our goal is, is not to be going over that multiple years when the penalties really start to hit. So you can go one or two over and get minor penalties. And then if you're under, it resets the tax. Okay. And so that's what he's saying is that he'll go one or two years over, but that's about it. And then they will expect to go under again. Well, let's see if they win. And before, before I'm willing to, to kill the guy and to give the guy the grief, let's see what happens. I, I still have good expectations. This is a team that can compete, I believe, and play in October. Now, are they built to win in this October? Right now, no. But let's see what happens if they are on the cusp, and let's see what they do in July, Crowley. Let's hope they've flown the W enough times to get us to that point. But I, I listen, I, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't believe in giving somebody half a buildo. Okay, you can keep Shohei Otani for half a bildo. I want the Cubs to spend a half a bildo, but on about five players, not on one, not all for one guy. No, thank you. Nobody's what? worth that kind of dough. Nobody. Here you can't put what? any more seats in Wrigley Crowley. Do you want to pay more money for season tickets? I doubt it. We already pay the highest. We already pay the highest ticket prices, but we don't have the highest payroll. So how does that work? Well, that's supply and demand. All right. I mean, I, I guess if we're going, I'm not wrong. saying. I mean, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying I agree with you, but I mean, it's not like they're 15th in spending, right? Right. They're, they're not. They're, they're not 15th. 
No, they're ninth. They're and ninth. So what I, would I mean, I would like that. I would like them to be. I would like them to be top five. I, I, I think top five, top I, I five would, would be acceptable. I don't think they have to be the biggest spenders because they have the highest ticket prices or the the highest experience. Top five would be nice. Let's see if they win this year. If they win this year, they got a lot of guys on one year deals too. They got right. a lot of guys on one year deals. So let let's see what happens. Okay. Jason Hayward's and, deal's coming off the books. Jason Hayward officially finally comes off the books. He might not be here, but the money's still here. So let's give them let's give them a little bit of time. Let's enjoy what they did this offseason. Let's embrace it. Let, okay. Let's get excited about them, you know, breaking camp, coming back to Wrigley. Let's enjoy opening day and let's see what these team can do in this division and especially with the new rules. I think they are built very well based on the new rules. And, and and we we've had some guests. Every one of us, whether it's Ryan Dempster who's going to be on this show today, whether it was Craig Goldstein talking about the Pakota projections, a lot of people like the direction this team is ha- is going. I am too. But again, I, I I also want this team to extend players. I want them to build a strong core, and I want them to worry primarily about winning and not as much dollars and cents. 